Hey guys, this is Bridget B, and welcome to the unplanned shit show called Dirty Blonde Podcast. And I say shit show because right here in front of me, if you can, can you hear that? Can you hear the swishing of the bottle? Now, that bottle sounds very shallow. So that only means one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Your girl is drinking some wine. Now, I think I must have done this subconsciously in my weekly grocery list because I don't know about you, but I'm a very shy person. I know. It's a thing. And when I get into a subject matter or even in daily life, if I'm at the restaurant, I'm at a bar... There's no way in hell I'm going to pick anyone up. I am never going to make the first move. But somehow get some wine in me, get some tequila, and becomes a shit show. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where you are today. Welcome to today's shit show because we are going to be talking about small dicks. You can gather an applause if you want, a shock, or a cry emoji, but whatever it is, it's something we're talking about because it's everywhere. Small dick culture is everywhere, and we're going to talk a little bit about it. Now, this subject can go very far, but I'm going to take it in little itty-bitty steps because as we all know, that's how I like to do things. When something is a great, massive subject, I take little steps until the whole thing is accomplished. So no pun intended, small steps to get into small dick topic. Stay tuned. You are one of the regulars and one of the many, I think we're in the millions now. I don't, we're charting all over the place. Thank you so much. We, we've hit and we've been in the top 100 in the USA for the last three weeks. And places like Colombia, Zimbabwe, South Africa, the UK, Italy, Scotland, and Australia, France. I am so blessed and grateful. I'm so glad you're enjoying. Thank you ever so much. Which, when I do my shows, like I was mentioning earlier, if you're a regular, you kind of understand I'm a pretty off-the-cuff kind of gal. I I love to entertain at the moment. For me to have something, quote-unquote, planned is, not, is unlike me. I guess it speaks a lot to my online persona as well. I love getting scripts that are just, all right, Bridget, you are a stepmom and your daughter brought her, your stepdaughter brought her really sexy friend from, from work and you're going to bang in the kitchen. Okay. So the 45 minutes that you watch is essentially all me. There's no script, which is why is really weird with the ward shows because so much of it is really ad-libbing and it's what separates 
the true performer from just, you know, the girl sucking dick. So I digress. With me being an off-the-cuff kind of gal, I'm here picking up my handy-dandy iPhone and literally Googled small dick jokes. Nothing crazy. I just went in and I'm like, let me see what I find. So, drum roll please and insert variety theme song. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> right on Google, basically the very first page that comes up is scaremommy.com. Shout out to them. I'm going to read verbatim because this is very much without even planning exactly what my episode is about. So here as I come and bringing it up, it says, when it comes to dick jokes, quality doesn't matter. Bringing the male membrane into a gag is always hilarious, period. So if you're looking to laugh at a dirty joke, huh, we have the funnies for you. You probably can't whip these out at work. But your bestie and cool family members will be all ears. You'll feel cocky when you tell them and get your audience laughing hard. I'm not joking. First paragraph. Now that all the puns are out of the way, (laughs) enjoy these hilarious, perfectly raunchy, small dick jokes. Listen, I'm not even going to bore you with the top 10. I'm going to give you top three. And we're going to move on from there. A dick has it rough. Not only are his closest friends nuts, but his backdoor neighbor's an asshole. And if that weren't enough, he's regularly taking a beating. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? All right, number two. How do you compliment someone on performing a circumcision? Tell them to keep the tip. (laughs) All right. I I guess. (laughs) Yeah, all right. I guess if you were a Jew. Oh, God. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Keep going. You can do it yourself. Literally, Google small dick jokes, and it's the first page. What did the elephant say to the naked man? What did the elephant say to the naked man? How do you breathe through that thing? Oh, because he's big and the the man is small. I should I keep going? I I think I owe it to you. Um, I told you today is a shit show. It's just not even, I'll tell you about it at the end. (laughs) It's what fucking happens. It's what fucking happens. Okay, let's do, let's do two more. Small dick joke, Google. Um, There are three naughty boys in a classroom, Zip, Dick, and Pete. The teacher leaves the room and Zip gets on top of her desk. Dick goes inside a cabinet and P runs out the window and waves. The teacher comes back and says, hey, Zip down, 
dick out and pee in the corner. You know what? If you got me drunk enough, I would laugh so hard at that one, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> I might keep that in my back pocket for a really, really awkward time that I need to bust something out real quick. I might, I might bring that one out. All right, we're going to do two more and that's it. Okay. What did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? Donna, 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 na, dun, da, dun, 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 dun. She choked. What did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? She choked. So is, are we talking about a gag reflex to the ball? Oh, she was sucking on the dick. The ball went in. Uh, okay, listen. Don't ever take me to a laughing room. You know, like one of those comedy, uh, what do you call them? Stand-up comedian. I've been locked up for so long, I totally forget what things are. I call the movie theater a cinema. <laughs> I told my friend, I'm like, so when are we going to the cinema? She's like, since when have you been in 1954? I'm like, I don't even know. Anyway, that stand-up place where the comedians go, don't ever take me as a date. I am that bitch that laughs three comedians later because it takes me that long to get the joke. So if I'm sitting there and they almost always always make fun of me and I mean I I serve it to them on a silver platter I my tits are out I'm blonde I'm a walking joke so when the comedians get to me it takes me a while because I'm drinking and I'm flirting with my date or laughing with my girls so I'm not really paying attention it's not until three or four comedians later when I'm like wait a minute did Michael just say, oh, shit. And my friends bust out laughing because they're like, it took you an hour to realize that they were making so much fucking fun out of you. So anyways, this is why don't ever take me to a laughing show. A com- What is it? A stand-up show? You know what I mean. All right. And the last one, what do you call a man with three legs? Tom, Dick, and Harry. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here all day. There is a two-drink minimum. Please keep your hands inside the rails, and don't forget to wash your hands when you're done peeing in the bathroom. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, that's it for... So, without me even having to stress, I got all these small dick jokes And this topic came up for me today after I was really, you know, kind of thinking I enjoy doing shows that I might not know anything about, but in order for me to make the show, I have to do research. And those are some of the most organic and examples are the Bella Thorne, the letter to Mia Khalifa. I, I, I could care two shits about these bitches. 
but I had to do research. And when you learn things, they're even worse than what you thought they were. So I really enjoy doing research. So you might hear some fluttering of a notebook and that's just me, you know, gathering my, my information for you. Now, small dick is by far one of the most obsessed talk about taboo subjects in modern Western culture. I'll tell you why. There are more jokes about small dicks than I can even count. And each joke has its own category. There's so many small dick jokes that categories exist for each of them. For example, you have your good old small dick joke, which generally suggests emasculation. Plain, simple, run-of-the-mill. Got it. Then you have your big dick jokes. You see these as a good thing. It's seen as funny because it's considered rare to see. So when so like when you see a big dick or a big cock, men, women, whatever, make jokes about it because they feel that that man should be rewarded and that that's what men should inspire to. Interesting, huh? Another category, which I am very well aware, is the obsessive dick joke, where flat out letting it all out, letting it loose, letting your freak flag fly, but lends itself to penis envy. No shit. So interesting. Then we have our visual dick jokes where it's just objects that resemble a penis. That's super simple. I am not going to tell you how old I am. Uh, Let's just leave it at that. I'm very young. I'm so young. I'm so young. (laughs) I shouldn't even be drinking. No. (laughs) I, visual dick jokes make me like red in the face. I still giggle when a piece of paper, a cotton bud, uh, a piece of fabric, something, or like an artichoke, or if I'm at dinner and the server gives me uh, an asparagus and there's like two tomatoes on it, I laugh. It's the dumbest thing. I'm a fucking porn star and I laugh at an asparagus and two tomatoes on a plate because it's a visual dick joke. It's just, why? It's there. And then there's the unexpected dick jokes. It's like, and a really good example are newscasters. I mean, when you see a newscaster making a dick joke, the fact that you're really not expecting it at all because it's a professional setting makes you laugh or it's funny or it doesn't and you roll your eyes, but it's still being done. Another category is dick pun jokes. Very simple. 
calling a penis a mushroom head, weenie, a wide-eyed monster, the one the one-eyed snake, uh, Princess Sophia. That's my personal favorite. Name that movie. Go on our Twitter. This is your call to action. Go on to twitter.com slash dirty blonde pod and tell me if you know where this phrase comes from. Oh, is that your penis? Princess Sophia. Does Princess Sophia want to come out and play? Name that movie. Ladies and gentlemen, I could do this all fucking day. (laughs) Anyway, so these dick pun jokes, they work because it's the person's way of showing cleverness. See what I'm saying? So holy shit, in the genre of small dick jokes, when you get into it deeper, it it goes a certain way. Like there's a one up on you. Are you going to be clever, you know, and 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 make a dick pun? Or do you have what it takes and you're going to be that, you know, the big dick in the room? So it's a lot to be said about this obsession with penis jokes and small dicks especially. My favorite dick pun joke is the ever so famous, is that a gun in your pocket or... Are you just happy to see me? Gotta fucking love that. I mean, if you didn't get a boner right there, I'm not doing my job. So modern Western culture. Oh, and by the way, the chair I'm in is just the loudest thing on this fucking planet. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'm literally trying to sit very still, but I'm a very animated individual. So when I'm talking to you... If you see my YouTube or my OnlyFans, you, you see how I am. There's no way I could sit still. So I, I really do apologize. So with modern, let's go back to our small dicks. Come on. <laughs> with our modern Western culture being as obsessed as it is, culturally, these dick obsessions have been around for fucking ever. If you go back to even medieval times. Raise your hand if you love a good old turkey leg from the Buena Vista Park fucking show. What's the name of that place? Um, medieval times? I, I think it's just all that it's called. Holy shit. Best turkey leg and the best garlic bread I have ever had. I will eat the shit out of that plate. Granted, I spent $90 when I could have gone to Ralph's for 50 cents. But God, is it a good time. I can't wait to go back. Shout out, Medieval Times. Not sponsored. (laughs) Going back. So in Medieval Times, gentlemen would wear these things called um, cod. I'm trying to read it. Cod? Cod something. Cod pieces. Oh, yeah. They would wear cod pieces, (laughs) which obviously emphasized the groin area. And in ancient Rome, all the naked statue men, I mean, come on. 
Any one of those could have knocked my eye out. So is it safe to say, and research has us saying that it is, holy shit, we have been obsessed with cocks forever, ever, ever, forever, forever, ever. I mean, it's, you, you, you think it wasn't because when I think of ancient times, when I think of ancient Rome, yes, I think of the beautiful statues, but for me, I mostly think of the fighting and I'm thinking they're wearing things to protect themselves. So these cod pieces worn in medieval times maybe have been taken out of context. Maybe they weren't meant to outline the groin area ever so gingerly. Maybe it was just, hey, I'm about to go in battle. I want to make babies. I'm going to keep my cock nice and safe. In comes the jock strap. So you kind of have to take history. Uh, I'm no expert, but I'm definitely not one to make conclusions that are solely based on a fact. I take everything that comes into context. So it led me to, I literally sat at my computer looking up small dick questions (laughs) but it wasn't even for porn obviously it was it was for it was for us and I I dove in even deeper no pun intended ah I dove in so deep I feel like on this show I'm like a circus monkey and I better come out with some porn shit like every six minutes (laughs) Or else you're all going to click off. So there's my quota. So while I'm doing a little bit more research, this really great and interesting study came out from the Australian National University. And it revealed right off the bat just how penis size influences men's thoughts. Are you ready for this? This is the funniest thing. And... Not even funny because can we really even be surprised? They couldn't even get an honest answer from the men that would be involved in the studies. When the researchers were asking the questionnaire to the men, they were self-deceiving. They would lie. On the research paper as to how big their mushroom heads were. Of course they were. Of course they were giving themselves an extra centimeter or an extra inch. When I read this, I literally stopped and I I couldn't even laugh because it's obvious. These small dick jokes have led you to somehow feel much like women with our age that you have to lie about it. So on a questionnaire for a study at a actual reputable Australian national junior, juna, 
National University of a study about penis size and what women find attractive, the motherfucking men lied. I can't. You can't even make this shit up if you tried. So (laughs) they couldn't use real men in the study. They had to go with, I'm not kidding you, animated men. How do you say it? Anim, anim, animated? An- <laughs> they had to go in and use animation in order to create the motherfucking study. I mean, guys, at this point, just stick a fork in me and call me done. There is no small dick joke that can even come close to this shit being such a joke. It breaks your heart. It breaks my heart. Like, that is so sad that even for a study that is meant to do good, you you need these kinds of studies. You need, in my opinion, to learn ever so more about the psyche, the how the human brain works. It's It's always been fascinating to me. I always hold such scientists, such people in research and development to such a high regard because I can't do it. Now, in the world of porn, that wouldn't work. A man would not be able to lie about his manhood because there's a camera and his first day of work or even if he gave a, a fake picture, or if he wrote down a fake number, everyone is going to know. So it's such an interesting fact that the narrative of big dick good is so prevalent in porn culture, but that's because you are asking for it. Oh, yes, you are. One of the biggest searches on Pornhub in uh, most adult websites are the big cocks with the small little girl next door. Between that, the MILF, it's never and ever ending. And I don't disagree. There is quite a few channels such as black.com and uh, Tushy, Vixen, Reality Kings, Bang Bros who do all the, you know, monster cocks. When you see it visually, it's a sight to be seen. And that is why it's entertainment. Because guess what? We have things such as fish lens. We have camera angles such as wide camera. We have male performers who are very good at their jobs. And we have female performers who can carry the scene and know what to do to make the dick sound and look extra large. So in the fantasy world of porn... Every cock is huge. Every cock is big. Because that is what you 
the voyeur, the person paying for your porn is essentially searching for. And that in itself is so fascinating because when we bring it back to medieval times, when we bring it back to ancient Rome, maybe, just maybe, in my own little perverted mind, there in fact has been a woman behind this all along. Someone out there, my spirit animal, during medieval times, during the years of yore, during ancient Rome said, you know what? I love and want to see cocks. So I'm going to put something on them so that they are always in focal point. That, my friend, is what I'm going to stick to as my story as to why men were wearing cod, whatever those cod things on their dicks. Just, just Google. So going back to this really impressive and fun study that I researched, at the end of the day, the tallies were taken, the women did their civil duties, I guess, (laughs) and they really gave us an insight. And there are certain aspects of the research that's not really prevalent to my topic today because we can really get into all of that. And if you want to let us know on Twitter or Instagram, then we'll be happy to dive into that. But since we're just sticking to small dick, when they were ranking, a lot of the attractiveness for sexual partners began way before they even saw the dick. Meaning, if we take it into its basic form or its basic foundation, before the cock was even out, for these thousand plus women that were surveyed, yada yada, the average answer was given within three seconds of which the dick was never present. Huh. Very interesting. So that means, not surprising to most of us, if not all of us, that are out and about and, you know, have our friends and are in circles and are meeting people every day, does dick size really matter when you're initially meeting someone? So this is where small dick culture, the jokes, the, you know, Deadpool had it and Superbad has it. And so many of these comedians, Ali Wong, etc., really thrive on these jokes. But you have porn that gives you the complete opposite. What is a person to do? Who do you listen to? I say you listen to fucking nobody. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can take one thing out of today's episode, which was really fun to dive into because it really gave me an insight on certain aspects 
that I never even thought about. The million dollar question that is always asked and so many always just dying to know, I think I narrowed it down to the best possible way for me to explain it because this is essentially my show. So you're only gonna get my opinion. (laughs) Bridget B, the porn star, when she's on camera, she is a character. Whatever that character is needing for that script, Bridget B will like. However, at the end of the day, it is just a coworker. So at home, the million dollar question, really the million one dollar question is, well, what does Bridget B like at home? This is where, ladies and gentlemen, I close the book and I say to you, a lady never kisses and tells. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. How fun of a show. I I just let it go. I had some wine. I'm delirious. I haven't slept. We're filming YouTube and OnlyFans. It takes your time and I'm just having a blast and at the end of the day, I'm never going to complain because I'm so damn grateful. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for having Dirty Blonde charting all over the world. Don't take my word for it. Go on chartables.com and check it out for yourself. I'm so proud. We're only getting bigger. I get goosebumps just thinking about where all of this is going to go and this is all thanks to you. Stay tuned to next week's episode when I finally have a motherfucking guest. (laughs) And I can't wait to let Dirty Blonde come into your living room or your car as you're playing this on the way home or on the way to work. (laughs) I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining, for being a subscriber. Don't forget to like, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And until next week, stay dirty. Bye.